Welcome to Scale Your Business Radio with your hosts, David Finkel and Jeff Hoffman. Hi, Scale listeners. This is David Finkel, and I'm joined by my co-host, Jeff Hoffman here, co-author of Scale. Have you ever wondered if you own your own business or if your business really owns you? Well, you're in the right place. Scale Your Business Radio is going to give you a proven roadmap for rapidly growing your business and gaining more personal freedom. And that's really our goal. So, Jeff, welcome here today. How are you doing this morning? I'm good, David. Thanks. Calling from uh, <laughs> across, across the ocean, but uh, happy to be here. Where are you calling in from today? Where are you joining us from here today, Jeff? Uh, we have a conference in Milan, Italy, where we have small business owners from 125 countries gathered to talk about pretty much the same thing we're going to talk about right now. <laughs> That's fantastic. Day or night where you're at right now? Evening. <laughs> evening. <laughs> All right. After dinner, evening time, yep. <laughs> well, welcome on here. So in this segment, Jeff, we're going to be talking about how to enjoy your business more. And I'll start us off with a quick story. I was talking with Dominic Molina, who's going to be a guest, a future guest here on Scale Your Business Radio. And Dominique's a serial entrepreneur. She's a CPA who's built and sold her firms before. She's got three active businesses right now, all of which are growing and doing quite well. Uh, her core business basically works with and helps and services um, CPAs, accountants, and owners who are looking for new ways that they can create value for their clients by doing tax strategy and other other work. And uh, she had enjoyed over the last two years probably about 50%, 60% growth over that time. Um, she even shared with me she took her first other month off in the summertime and all these things that you would say are markers that she must be enjoying what she's doing. Yet when we talked, Jeff, she confessed to me. She said, David, I, I kind of feel burnt out here right now. I feel like part of me is just not enjoying the business. I'm looking for other businesses to start. And when it got into it, it was really interesting she was this driven, ambitious business owner, which many people who are listening today, you own businesses, you are driven. That's part of the entrepreneurial spirit, that drive to do more. But she was disappointed because she didn't hit some very aggressive growth goals, and that turned her off to the business. And when she really looked at it and we addressed it in this conversation together, what she realized was, you know what? She had made fantastic progress. She had reduced working hours from close to, what, 50, 60 hours per week down to about 35 or 40 and at the same time, enjoyed this growth. And when she could really see it and more accurately and see how far she had come, she started to enjoy the business simply by making that mental shift. And I want to talk today about ideas to enjoy your business more. And this would be part one of a two-part conversation. So, Jeff, I just want to ask you about this. Have you ever been guilty where you've been in, so enmeshed in the business and looking at how much further you had to go to reach ambitious goals that you didn't pause and enjoy the fact that you'd made some phenomenal progress along the way. I know I've been guilty of that before. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's because the reason you said as business owners, we set aggressive goals for ourselves. And we want to climb a high mountain. And what we have a bad habit of doing is constantly looking forward and saying we're still not at the top of this mountain. We're still not at the top. And we don't take enough time to turn and look backward and say, wow, I can't believe how far we've already climbed. So... I think you hit on a really key thing as business owners is don't wait until you achieve just the big goal when you get all the way to the top of the mountain to stop and say we're doing well and to celebrate. You've got to stop along the way and say, wow, we just hit the halfway point. You have to set measurable, sort of realizable things you can celebrate along the way instead of waiting until you get all the way there. It, it boosts everybody. It reminds people that we're making progress, and it's fun having a little party along the way. So 
we learned to set smaller measurable celebrations. And when we hit them, we made sure that we took a break and celebrated. I love that idea. In a moment, I'm going to come back, Jeff, and ask you for an example of what one of these looked like, the goal, and and what you did for the celebration. But before we do that here, I'll just mention and kind of piggyback off of this. One of the things that I see for business owners, and you, know, you and I are privileged to be able to talk to thousands of business owners every year, is we forget that what we do as a business owner, the same driven activity, has a cascading impact on the people who work for us, and it can oftentimes hurt their enjoyment. I know I've been guilty, and I'll share the story in a moment here, of people on my team saying, David, we can never please you. No matter how good we're doing, it always seems like you keep wanting us to do more to focus on what's left to do. But give us an example of one of these celebratory uh, moments you've had in one of the companies that, that you were a leader of. You know, I remember back in the early Priceline days, where we had, I don't remember the exact number right now, but we had set a target the company had for a certain number, you know, we would celebrate when we got to this certain number of online transactions, number of people. Priceline was a new company. So when we got to a certain number of people that had bought an airline ticket or hotel from Priceline, that was going to be a date of celebration. But we hit a mile. We realized even before that we hit a milestone. I think it might have been the halfway point, but we hit a milestone somewhere along the way. And I remember what we did because we took the whole company went down the street to the Dairy Queen. <laughs> and everybody just stood outside in the sunshine and ate ice cream for the afternoon. Uh, and it was a little thing, didn't cost a lot of money or anything, but it was just good to get out of the office to tell everybody we're halfway there, we're doing great, everybody's working hard, we appreciate what you do, and just to, just to be joyous for what we did. So our little ice cream social on a picnic table, as cheap as that was, was a really fun and memorable day, and it celebrated the accomplishments we made so far, not the ones we still had yet to come. I love that idea, and you and I have had this conversation on a lot of length at other, at other times where this idea of culture, and one way to build the company culture is what you pay attention to, what you celebrate, what you call attention to, um, your behaviors and what they show that you're paying attention to. And so this idea that you, you did this ice cream celebration, I mean, it just seems so simplistic, but it makes a big difference when people in your company, where you you're almost giving them permission to say it's okay to say, hey, we're doing something right here, folks. Yeah, absolutely, because, again, we just keep focusing on the stuff we still haven't accomplished. And as a business owner, it burns you out and it burns the employees out. And by the way, uh, you know, along the way, even little tiny things, one day I went out into my company and my employees had a miniature bat from baseball, a miniature bat night at a baseball game, and they had a beach ball. And they had set some books around as bases, and they were playing baseball at 10.30 in the morning. And I remember a visitor to our company getting really upset. And I said, what's the problem? And he said, I can't believe your employees are out there playing baseball at 10.30 in the morning. And it's funny that his reaction was all negative. They should be working hard. They, you know, they must be cheating you and, you know, goofing off. And my reaction was, it's really, really good to take a break. I hire intelligent people. They know when they need a break. And if stopping to play a little baseball for half an hour in the middle of the day energizes the whole team, gets everybody laughing and, and excited again, just generally, you know, creates an energy level in the office, I'm all for it. They know what to do, when it's due, and what the customer is expecting. And they just gave themselves a little break to laugh and have fun and increase the energy level. Uh, and I was all for it. <laughs> so even little things that people do along the way that just make coming to work fun are really, really important to the attitude and energy level of your whole team. Absolutely. And we get in these ruts sometimes. And I'll share for myself, I remember, and this was a really painful moment, Jeff, 
you remember Stephen um, Wilklow and a friend of mutual friend of ours. And Stephen came to me one day and said, "David, you know what? You you got to understand this." And Stephen had worked with us now at that point for about five years. He said, "David, um, you, you know, every time someone comes to you, you know, you say great work and great work, but great work and <laughs> it's like a, you're you're like a broken record. No one feels like they can ever." ever meet up to your standards with that? And I said, what do you mean? People are doing great work here. We've grown. We're doing good stuff. He says, yeah, but it doesn't feel like that to them. And I tell you, my first reaction was to argue in my own head about why he was wrong. My second reaction was to explain it away. And then finally, my third reaction, which took me a couple of weeks to really get to, was, you know what? There's some really hard truth here that I need to look at as a leader in the business. And that's been a big emphasis for me over the last several years in the companies I've built, which is how do you celebrate along the way people's successes that, you know, that, that fear, that drive, we think that if we only look at the successes that we'll lose our drive or we only look at how much further to go then people will be motivated as if it's one or the other. And when you can find that balance of celebrating what people have done and then holding off on the, yeah, but, for a later time, if you've got feedback about what's left to do, I've found that that's been a pretty important thing in terms of changing the mood and culture within my businesses. Have you ever ever have that issue, or no, it's not something you've ever fallen prey to? No, I think you're exactly right, because like you said, it's, it's when you say, yeah, but it just defeats everything that came before that. Um, so, like you said, it's just stopping and celebrating, and and it can't. It, it needs to be a little more genuine, and you know, sometimes even impromptu. One day, I just was looking at all the stuff everybody had done, not the list of stuff that we still had left to do. And there is, I don't know if you know what Dave and Buster's is. It's kind of the adult uh, <laughs> a Chuck E. Cheese. Um, there's a Dave yeah. and Buster's near us, and I just said, you know what, guys, tomorrow afternoon uh, we're quitting after lunch, and I'm taking the whole company. We'll hire some temps to answer the phones, but. We're just going to Chuck E. Cheese for the rest of the day to play because you guys have been working so hard. And that was a big deal. It's funny because some of my employees were afraid to leave. I said, it's okay. It's, it's my company. I'm telling you it's okay. And they were saying, I'm not sure I can go to Chuck E. Cheese in the middle of the afternoon or Dave and Buster's, excuse me. Uh, but when we did, once again, it was, they said, why are we doing this? They were almost suspicious. And I said, just, just, you know, just to stop and celebrate the amazing work you guys have done and make sure you know we appreciate it. So, even a little impromptu thing makes a big, big difference with no discussion of what hasn't been done and no yeah buts. This was just a day of play and a thank you for what we've done so far. I love that idea. And, and it's interesting that we've become so jaded as a culture as a whole that when you did that, their first reaction was a little bit guarded because they had obviously worked at other places where this was out of the norm, this idea of celebrating in such a simple, easy way. Yeah, I that's right. They, they felt this. like they were... Felt like they were committing a crime. <laughs> I want to encourage all of our listeners to get to scaleyourbusinesstoolkit.com. It's a site that Jeff and I created around the release of our book, Scale, and you can get access to it for free. There are different video training courses, roughly 36 different tools for you to enjoy there on scaleyourbusinesstoolkit.com. You're listening to Scale Your Business Radio here on WS Radio. We'll be right back with more on how to enjoy your business as you continue to grow it and scale it. We'll be right back.
Scale listener, this is David Finkel, co-host with Jeff Hoffman of Scale Your Business. I wanted to let you know that our newest book, Scale, was just released and to encourage you to get your copy. The book will give you seven proven principles to grow your business and get your life back. If you've ever wanted to grow your business but held yourself back from fear that it would take over your life, then we urge you to get your copy of Scale today. It'll give you a proven roadmap for rapidly growing your business while also gaining more personal freedom. Scale will help you work less by getting your business to produce more. Scale is for every entrepreneur who ever wondered if they really own their business or if their business owns them. Get your copy online or at your local bookseller. For more information, visit us online at scaleyourbusinesstoolkit.com. That's scaleyourbusinesstoolkit.com.